What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the LB Motorsports Podcast. And I have with me today Joe Sylvester, owner, driver, and builder of the Bad Habits Monster Truck. What's happening? Good to be here. Yes, thank you for coming while you're in the area. Yeah, yeah, we're down here for a little while. We're on tour for three months right now. We started in Florida. We're in Florida the whole month of January. We got Texas the whole month of February and into March. And then we, re- we cap off our tour in Louisiana before we head back home to Ohio. So then we had a little bit of time off and then the outdoor season starts of, you know, springtime, summertime shows. Yeah, a whole cross country tour. Yeah, yeah, we stay busy. We put a lot of miles on that Peterbilt. That's awesome. (laughs) So you just got a new setup, right? I did. A hauling setup? Yeah, it's my dream rig. I've been I've been doing this for seventeen years. So I finally got my dream rig. Um I've had Peterbilts in the past. I've got one tattooed on my arm that I had back when I was racing off road trucks. And I uh, just, I love hot rod rigs. Like, I love cars, I love trucks, I love motorcycles, but rigs have a special place in my oh, heart. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, this one is, I tell everybody, it's my RV, my hot rod, and my semi all rolled into one. So, pretty awesome. pretty excited about it. Heck, yeah, cool. So, you've been doing this for 17 years. Yeah. Do you want to get started on how how you started? Yeah, how, I where mean, did you uh, come from? I started monster trucking when I was um, I was 22 years old. And my background before that was freestyle motocross and downhill mountain bike racing. Um, I, do, I rode FMX on quads, actually, and I traveled around and did, we did shows, free, free, freestyle shows at monster truck events and things like that. Um, but I was always an adrenaline junkie my whole life. Since that time I was about 12 years old was when I really I started riding motocross. I started racing BMX. And um, to this day, I still ride BMX. I still ride mountain bikes. Awesome. I still do crazy shit. And break myself like you know <laughs> when me and Gabby first met I broke my arm oh my two, gosh two two weeks before our wedding I broke my collarbone oh downhill my. mountain biking so she's used to being scared for you all the time yeah I'm sure. yeah she gets a little nervous especially <laughs> like yesterday she said like I'm a little nervous when you put your full face helmet on I'm like well <laughs> you should be right <laughs> so but I know that was my background before monster trucks and but I was always into jacked up trucks mm-hmm. from the time I was 16 years old uh, when I was 18, I started a business called Hardcore Customs, and I specialized in building custom race quads, um, but I always had a jacked up truck, so people started asking me to do lift kits and things like that. So I started doing lift kits and everything for people. Um, and, uh, you know, so I started going to the, the four-wheel jamboree nationals and stuff like that. So I started getting, you know, starting to meet people in the monster truck world as well. And through all the injuries that were thrown at me with motocross and racing mountain bikes and stuff, I was like, okay, I was like, I was in a hospital once a year with like super serious injuries for five years straight. Oh my god! Once a year, laid up for a few months at a few months, you know, with injuries. So I was like, you know, I'd broken my back twice, um, a lot of concussions, and uh, you know, so I was like, you know, I, I should probably think about a career change here. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to wind up in a casket or, or worse, a wheelchair, and not be able yeah. to move and do what I love to do. So, mm-hmm. I. Um, I was like, okay, monster trucks are pretty cool. I could get crazy with a roll cage around me. I could freestyle. I could race, you know. It's so um, funny that that's the safer option yeah. in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, it beats you. That's it, taking it easy. <laughs> they definitely beat your ass. They're very violent machines. You pretty much always get out of them sore. But uh, it's probably not going to end your life. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of the positive side. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It, you know, they kind of grabbed my attention, and when I started getting involved in the in the industry a little bit, I started crewing for some other teams. I drove a ride truck for a team out of Tennessee, and I was like, you know, I want to do this for myself. And 
and uh, I want to make a, a career out of it. Now, I, just, I always knew I wanted to have a career in motorsports, and I started learning the ins and outs of the business and stuff like that. So at 22 years old, I got a, a loan from the bank to go and buy a used monster truck and a used tractor trailer. I got my CDL so I could drive the semi. And uh, like I posted a picture on my Instagram the other day of my first rig. I seen that. that. I had. Yes, it what a difference. The total is worth about ten thousand yeah. dollars compared to what I have now. That's um, crazy. You know, so because I get the I get the question a lot. You know, how do I get into monster trucks? Right, but it's expensive. It's for very, one. It is expensive when that when, and that's good. That's the first thing that comes to your mind because yes. most people are like, well, who do I need to call? Yeah. No. Who do I need to call to go drive? Yeah. No. No. I'm no. like. Um, <laughs> Learn how to weld. Right. Learn how to build turn wrenches, yourself. and you build one yourself. That's the easiest way. Yeah. If you really, you know, if you really want to go do this, mm-hmm. I mean, I know guys that have been building trucks for close to a decade that are just getting close to finishing up. But when they're done with it, it's wow. theirs. Yeah. They could drive whenever they want. They can do whatever they want. That's um, so cool. So yeah, that's how I that's how I got into it. Very very humble beginnings mm-hmm. with what I started with, but I always drove really hard. And I kind of came into it with a little bit different attitude than what most people have. Like, there's a lot of young people involved in the sport now, uh, especially with Monster Jam. And uh, but but when I started, there was not a lot of people my age. And actually, I was the youngest owner driver at the time wow. at 22 years yeah, old. Yeah, believe that. And I came in with tattoos. I had a mohawk at the time, you know, and I had that like that bad boy freestyle motocross mm-hmm. image, you know, that was kind of unheard of for the most part mm-hmm. in Monster trucks. So I, and I went out there and I drove like I had a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it pissed off a lot of guys at first, a lot of old guys that were like out there just trying to collect a paycheck. Like, who and does they, this guy think he is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I'd go out there and run my shit into the ground and they would be, you know, somewhat taken back by that. But, you know, and it's not the first thing I ever raced on four wheels, you know, and not just quads. Like I raced cars. I, grew, I raced go-karts at a very high level yeah. coming up. Uh, I did SCCA racing and cars. I did a little bit of uh import drag racing. I had a, oh, I had a cool. third gen RX-7 oh, cool. that, was, that was pretty rad. That was way, way too fast that I should have ever owned <laughs> at 17 years old. Oh my gosh. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just been my, it's been my life, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm fortunate enough to be able to travel the world now and uh, make a living doing what I love to do. I've gotten to go over to Europe, Saudi Arabia. I've done, done a lot of stuff. Wow, so. that is so cool. So the monster truck that you have now, is that still in a roundabout way, the first one that you built? Like, have you just been rebuilding better and better? Oh, no. The first one I built, um, it was a truck that was originally built in 1993 was when the chassis was built. That's how old the truck was. That's the one you bought used. That's the one I bought used in 2006. Um, It was being campaigned as Carolina Crusher. Mm -hmm. And then we rebranded it and everything like that. And I I didn't really know much of anything about monster trucks at the time. Knew very, very little. Uh, So I just learned... As I went, you know, I didn't really know how to weld that good. I only had a stick welder, so, really? every, so everything I did was stick welded. Oh my uh, gosh, like my that's first wild. year. Um, my was, uh, I was like two years into it when Monster Jam offered me a full schedule, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, I don't think this chassis is gonna withstand mm-hmm. a full first quarter tour with Monster Jam. I better build a new one. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to the guy who had built my first chassis, Jerry Richmond, who's been in the sport for a very long time. And I, I had this chassis sketched out on graph paper by hand with pencil. And it was basically a carbon copy of the one I had, but mm-hmm. beefed up in certain areas. And my shock angles were different and stuff. And I said, hey, what do you think of this, Jerry? He's like, yeah, that'll work. It's pretty much the same as the other one. Um, but I didn't have a welder or anything other than my stick welder. But I got a sponsor that was a local ironworks place. 
and they gave me all the steel that I needed to build the chassis, and they let me build it at their facility because they had all the welders and everything. So I basically took the old chassis and set it on a bench and then built the new one right next to it. And it was very, very primitive, very, very old school style chassis, very few bends in the tubing. They didn't have a tubing bender there. Mm -hmm. So I had to basically bend my roll cage out of conduit and all my shock towers out of like electrical conduit. And then we took the DOM to a hand railing place that had a mandrel bender because I didn't really even know anybody in the race car world with tubing benders at that time. And I said, make me this out of this two inch dom like wow. so, they had, so i had to have everything bent off site mm-hmm. and all the all the notches and everything in the tubing i made with like a hundred dollar summit racing tubing notcher <laughs> with like, for a hole saw yeah and uh that's how i built that was the first chassis that i built myself that's and then awesome. it wasn't even gas welded it was flux core welded so oh because there was so much air draft through the shop that yeah. you couldn't gas weld so you had to use flux core so that and that chassis is actually still out there competing really? to this day. Yeah, I. So you I, built uh, a good one. It was uh, 2008. Um, I mean, we had bottom halved it, top mm-hmm. halved it. I had crashed it up a bunch of times, changed the shock towers around, put longer travel shocks on it and stuff. Um, but uh, it's it's essentially a lot of it is still intact from when I first built it, still being out there ran today. That is so um, cool. I sold it in 2013 uh, after I did my 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 second world record jump and I had my sights set on off-road racing at the time so I kind of got out of the sport Mm -hmm. for a brief period as an owner so you set world records in that first one that you built even yes that is awesome yeah Yeah, in 2010 yeah 2010 I went 208 feet I broke Bigfoot's uh, uh, jump record that's which, so awesome which had stood since 1999 everybody knows the video when they jumped over yeah they jumped over a plane Mm -hmm. it was 202 feet and I went 208. Wow. And then uh, I think two years later, they beat my record by a few feet. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, hell no. You got to no, go for it again. The next year, I went back and I beat their record again. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, and that was, that's the record that still stands today. That's one where I was so jumping cool. over my rig and mm-hmm. there's fire in the background and stuff. I went 237 feet. That so is epic. That's pretty, pretty rad. That's so cool. <laughs> so what um, records have you set since then? Because I know there's a couple. Yeah, last uh, <laughs> last August, we became the world's fastest monster truck. We went 101.84 miles an hour at Summit Motorsports Park during Night Under Fire, which is a big drag racing event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool. It was, it was, it was cooler actually to be a part of that event mm-hmm. than it was to actually break the record because mm-hmm. night under fire i've been going to since i was a little kid with my dad um everybody from john force to alexis de wow. um they're there match racing top fuel funny cars um there's pro mods there there's jet trucks there's all kinds of stuff going on and wow. there's forty-five thousand people it's the the world's largest single day drag racing event wow and uh it's it's and then obviously there's pyro and mm-hmm. fireworks and stuff like that and uh so to turn 45,000 drag racing fans into a monster truck fans yeah. for the night was, was pretty cool. That is like, so cool. The announcer, uh, Bill Bader, who also owns the track, mm-hmm. is a very well-respected individual in NHRA, um, and he was announcing it. And just to watch the videos and hear the excitement in his voice, because he knew that we were there testing. Like mm-hmm. we, we tested for probably three, four months leading mm-hmm. up to that to try to get everything right the way we wanted with gearing and tires. I mean, 
those big ass tires they ain't meant to go yeah. 100 miles they're meant to go do 35 exactly you know they're 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 they might as well be square they're right. not <laughs> forget about we try to balance them and stuff like that but i mean you hit about 70 it starts to shake like the space shuttle columbia like yeah. the whole truck <laughs> just starts shaking the wheel starts coming out of your hand so is that what it was like going 192 oh yeah oh wow. yeah it was uh it, it definitely started shaking we threw you know, we had we had the back tires were, were cut and buffed down to slicks, and then the front tires were just bald enough that they were basically yeah. slicks. And uh, we threw like five pounds of semi truck balancing beads oh in the tires, gosh. and it helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy; they start vibrating. They but they shake so bad that I could see them doing this, like going yeah. down the track, and they don't stop shaking until the truck almost comes to a complete stop. So when I start slowing it's down, like, they're still shaking really bad until I almost come to a complete stop. That's when they stop. Wow. So it was, it was pretty wild. It was, it was cool. Um, and and just like crazy. my record jump, I think we can go faster too. That so we've actually so cool. we've actually got some other stuff going on this year. We might do some crazy like eighth mile ET mm-hmm. stuff in a monster truck at That's Night awesome. Under Fire this year. And then um, in September, we're going to be in Michigan at the Funny Car Nationals, and we're going to do top speed runs again. Wow. So, so are we'll you see. typically the only monster truck at events like that? Uh, ones like that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, that was it was pretty pretty awesome. It's mm-hmm. totally different setup on the truck. Yeah. We had a parachute on the back and everything. That is wild. So and is, you know everyone's probably looking at you like, what is this guy doing here, you know? Yep. And then you go and go almost 200 miles an hour like that. Well, 101. 101. Oh, 101. Yeah, I thought you said 191. No, no, no. 101 is impressive. 101.84. The second truck ever, I believe, to mm-hmm. even break that 100 mile an hour wow. mark. That so. is so cool. Yeah, and we and when we were testing, we actually hit that. We actually hit 102, but the wow. track was so well prepped for night under fire. Like you, you could lose your shoe when you're walking across gotcha. it. Gotcha. Way more traction. Oh my God, yeah. And like when I when I hit high gear in the truck, it just kind of the whole truck squatted even harder, and I was like, whoa, this feels so slow compared wild. to how we were testing. Mm-hmm. Like it just. And, and Bill was even like, he's like, are you going to be all right with the mm-hmm. track surface and everything like that? It's going to be really well prepped. I'm like, yeah, it ain't going to make a difference for a monster <laughs> truck. It, it certainly did. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think so. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. So what else do you have coming up this year? You've got a new look for the monster truck this year, right? Is it? Yes. Is this the debut of it? Uh, no. Basically this the, year? the speed run last year actually gotcha. was. Um, we have uh, Kufleitner Chrysler Jeep Dodge on board with us now. It's a local uh, Chrysler dealer back home. And, uh, you know, we're just, uh, I, I've, I've wanted to do a Jeep body on Bad Habit for a long time. I've had renderings from several years ago to do a Jeep body because I always felt like that that crowd needed a truck to cheer for. Definitely. And um, it's a very loyal demographic. I've always thought Jeeps are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allowed us to build a body ourselves that was not just I think cool looking but also functional like it's a lot easier to repair than the fiberglass bodies um, I can run with no roof no you know stuff mm-hmm. like that like a like a Jeep when you take the top off and it's kind of it's a lot it's fun to drive like that too yeah um, a lot of weight reduction that way it, it was a lot it was a, it, it's way less mm-hmm. weight than the big fiberglass body was and uh, so we we debuted it at Kufleitner and then we went and did the speed record last year. And then we had like one or two shows after that where we ran the truck. And then obviously this whole season. That's so, awesome. um, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. I like it. The, the awesome. Jeep crowd's been very well. I was going to say, I bet they're excited because Jeep people, they're like a cult, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Like a, I had a Jeep one time and I feel like I had like an influx of followers from that. 
Oh, I bet. Like Jeep people, they've got it going on. They, oh, yeah, you got they're the wave passionate. and everything. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the thing is ducking, like the little yeah. rubber ducks. Do you ever get ducked in the monster truck? Oh, yeah. Really? Big time. Oh, yeah. Like, they I'll need come to go out. find like a massive duck. I actually, <laughs> I want to find somebody that can make custom ducks and make ones that oh, look like me, like with a beard and a flat brim hat. That's so cool. And like sell them as a novelty. That's marketing <laughs> or, like, right there. Throw them into the crowd and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I think that'd be kind of cool. So if that'd there's any really people cool. out there that know where that is or know who makes little custom, custom rubber ducks. Rubber duck makers. <laughs> there's got to be something out there. We did. Um, we went to uh, Toledo Jeep Fest, which is a big Jeep event right next to the Jeep main, the Jeep plant in Toledo, Ohio. And when I came to my truck, there was ducks everywhere, all over the tires. People were like that creative too. Like, like they hit them places. That's so like, funny. Like they would put, put them like on the bump stops and like up on the fender where you couldn't see it. Like <laughs> I had tired the truck completely down and I was driving it over to the trailer and I watched a duck go Ducks falling off. Ducks falling out the whole <laughs> like, They were everywhere. I had like a, like a basket of them that by the end of the so weekend. That is so funny. I bet and, they uh, all loved seeing that though. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, it's finally they got a, a Jeep monster yeah. truck to cheer for, like I said. Yeah. So it's it's That's been cool. Awesome. Super cool. So Absolutely. what else uh, do you have going on this year? What's the plans? Well, we've... Um, We'll be at uh, the Jeep. Will be at all the four wheel four wheel Jamboree Nationals this year, um, doing the monster truck stuff there. Um, we've got my big Canfield Ohio show that we do in the in the fall in September. And that's near your hometown. Yeah, right? that is. Yeah, okay, I live yeah. three miles from the fairgrounds. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, just a full schedule of events, man. We'll be at Lone Star Throwdown next weekend. Uh, if the weather's good, thank hopefully. Oh, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, Bad Habit will be on display, mm-hmm. and then we've got Mayhem doing rides again, which two That's years ago, fun. our line was an hour, and you rode it. Yeah, it I was, rode it. It was so fun. Yeah. So if you guys are going to Lone Star Throwdown, we're going to post this the week of, so it'll be this coming weekend. Yeah. Um, let's see, what are the dates? February 26th through the 28th? Something like that, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, the mm-hmm. last full weekend in February, you guys yeah. are going to have to come check it out, take a ride in the ride truck. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Mayhem the Ride, we sling eight people around in the back of a monster truck. And uh, Lone Star is really cool, too, because Mm -hmm. it's mostly adults um, at that event that are coming for rides. So we can can let the truck eat a little bit more than when you got (laughs) little tiny kids in the back. And you got to be like ultra careful. Yeah. Like everybody's getting on half in the bag. Like let it rip. Like, <laughs> you like, don't want to tell me that. <laughs> so, so fun. I unfortunately won't be there. Mm-hmm. I have my sister's wedding that weekend, but my guys will be taking care of doing rides. And like I said, if the weather's good, we'll have bad habits sitting there on display too, That's so awesome. people can check that out. Cool. I can't wait to see the it in Pete, person. The Pete will be kind of hidden, but if you want to see it, it'll be over in the RV park. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes well, the parking lot with all the trailers is like the best thing there. Yeah. Well. I <laughs> I got an RV spot for the week because oh, so, awesome. it's a toter home. So we've yeah. got all the hookups and everything. So I was like, I want to have my power hookup because out where we do the Definitely. ride, there's no power or anything. Mm-hmm. So the trailer will be there and the monster trucks, but the rig will be over gotcha. like where the big giant Texas flag is. There's yes. a bunch of RV parking spots there. Okay. So it'll be, it'll be I'll over there. Check you, it out. You can't, you can't <laughs> miss it. <laughs> it's, it's, he is 44 feet long. And that is awesome. So, so. let's see. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, what do you have going on this year? Oh, what do I have going on this year? Oh, gosh. I haven't told them what's what I have going on this year. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I can tell you. Oh. Well, I, might, I might have to wait to tell to tell them. <laughs> well, we can, get a, we can talk about that later like, then. Uh, I feel like I had some other Well, you'll be at LST. You got your, your truck will be at LST. Yes, I'll be at LST. Oh, I can't wait to see Bad Habit in person. With the new Jeep body, because the last time I saw it was probably SEMA 
2019. That's that's the new truck. That is yeah. That's the that's the Doesn't, brand new that had it relapsed yeah. that had the 79 Ford body on it. Beautiful. That's the, that's the new truck we built. Um, and it's still the same truck, just different oh, okay. body. Okay, so that's what I was asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's the same truck, just got yeah. rid of that body. Yeah. There's um, and there's a lot of that. that body, there's a lot of that in our industry. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That's kind of why I was asking if mm-hmm. this one was technically the very first one you built, because uh, I know a yeah. lot of times you just switch them up. But. Yeah. No. Well, in 2013, I sold my truck. I, mm-hmm. I and I was I was kind of fed up at the time with the business and the sport and everything, and I was like, you know what? I've I've done it. I'm over it. I'm ready to move on to something else. And I, you know, coming from motocross, short course off-road racing was like a lot of motocross guys were doing it. Brian Deegan, Twitch, you know, Jeremy McGrath. And I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. And I think I'd be pretty good at it. Uh, So I set my sights on that. Basically reinvested all my money and went short course off-road racing for about a year and a half, two years. And uh, very quickly realized I didn't have that kind of money that it takes Mm -hmm. to to be competitive with yeah, that. Yeah, I imagine um, that It was a lot a of fun. It's definitely the funnest thing I've ever raced. I mm-hmm. uh, met a lot of great people. I still think it's a phenomenal sport. I just unfortunately didn't have the kind of deep pockets that it takes to right. go and do that. Uh, so I got out of it and started racing dirt track. And I started racing dirt late models, and then I got into sprint cars, and I raced sprint cars for a few mm-hmm. years. And uh, But I still had one foot in monster trucks. You kind of never really get out. Right. It's like the mafia. <laughs> Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. And so I was still flying in and driving for other teams. I drove for a couple other independent teams. Um, I drove for Feld Entertainment, for Monster Jam. I drove El Toro Loco. I drove Gas oh, Monkey Garage. Cool. Uh, got to do the whole gig with Richard Rawlings mm-hmm. and stuff for Fast and Loud. I was on the show. Um, got to drive in, in, at Arlington in Dallas, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the big show there. So that was a really cool opportunity. And, uh, and my God, you want to talk about social media pole vaulting. I mean, oh, just yeah. when I was tied in with those guys, it was going, it was like, just, it was like a slot machine just every day. Oh, I'd for sure. Just, like I didn't even know the numbers would go this high. So it was, that was really cool That's to awesome. be a part of that. And um, so then, uh, you know, I was racing sprint cars and I was kind of at the point where I was back with off-road racing, where I was getting to a level where it was going to be very financially difficult for me to move move forward and I was like you know I really I want, kind of want to get back into monster trucks again I want to build a truck I want to document it on social media show people me building the truck building the parts That's so awesome. people kind of have a little bit better working knowledge mm-hmm. of what it takes to do this For stuff sure. and um, try to influence people because that's one thing that um, I, I always try to do is is inspire people to go work with their hands definitely um, you know there's so many people that want to take the easy way out mm-hmm. in the world nowadays. Like we were just talking. Right. Just who do I call? Who to... do I call to drive a monster truck? I mean, I might ask those questions. But... <laughs> uh, Visa, MasterCard, American right, Express. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, um, and sell everything you have. Yeah. And go build Put a monster truck, which it. is, a, that's what I did when I started. Mm-hmm. I got a loan and like all my shifter everything carts gone. It. My race quads gone. I had, I had a gorgeous F-350, mm-hmm. you know, um, all jacked up on boggers and everything gone. I went to a freaking two-wheel drive box, basic hand crank windows, two-wheel drive <laughs> Dodge Ram pickup. Yeah. You know, all to go you gotta monster trucking. sacrifices. All to go monster trucking. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to miss birthday parties, graduation right. parties, weddings, funerals. You're going to miss a lot. Yeah. That, that normal people do, because mm-hmm. especially because you work on the weekend, right? You know, and that's the, one of the hardest things still to this day for mm-hmm. me is you miss out on a lot of things, you know, that your family wants to do, and mm-hmm. you know because your your job requires you to be all working summer. on the weekend. We're doing shows and stuff, 
So um, it's a lot of time away from home. Um, which they're, they're, nowadays there's a lot of guys that do it just for, for fun too. Mm-hmm. guys that have businesses and they go out on a weekend and drive their monster truck and then they go home. Um, mean for I, I make my living at it. So it's right. a little bit, a little bit different. And it's also a very different ball game too. When you tear stuff up and I was going to um, say, how is the fixing during the week before the next event? Yeah, how does that I mean, go? we've, we've got a very, uh, strict, uh, pre and post show checklist that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, you know, Jared's my crew guy. He'll, he'll tell you, you know, it, it, it takes some time. Um, but generally my truck holds together pretty good. I'm able to beat on it pretty damn hard and be able to put it back in the trailer, which is the way I built the truck. And I kind of know how crazy I can get with it before I'm really testing the limits. Um, I drive with my head. Um, you have to, because Mm -hmm. you can, you can very easily tear up way more parts than what you're there to get, what you're getting paid for. Right. Um, and that's one of the really difficult things about our sport too, is that because now there's so many guys that are flying in and driving mm-hmm. um, for a company that has an unlimited budget. Yes. And uh, they they look really good mm-hmm. because they're doing all kinds of crazy stunts. Right. But nobody knows on the back end how expensive it is to do that. Exactly. And how many times you have to crash and tear shit up before you can become good at that kind of stuff right we can't afford to do that exactly people ask me well how often do you practice i'm like i've never practiced a day in my life oh, never wow just not since every i started event, it's just first time i drove a monster truck like, was in a show yeah like never had you That's it's awesome. it's expensive like right. i've got everything i need in my house like i even have exactly. jumps set up i'm like i'm gonna go practice mm-hmm. doing stoppies and stuff mm-hmm. i never do it yeah One, i either never have the time or it's like mm-hmm. you know it's runtime on the motor. Break. Yeah, I tell people like a you know seventeen hundred horsepower mm-hmm. blowing alcohol motor cost me a hundred dollars every time I start it. Right. Just to start it. Yeah. So, like we we we're we're really particular on our mm-hmm. motor program and you know so there's there's a lot that goes into it to yeah. try to make a living at it you know. Right. And that makes sense because I feel like I go to events and you can see like like you said who drives for a company with an unlimited budget mm-hmm. and who's privately owned and you can tell yep. the difference of you know, someone who's driving for a company is like really sending it probably doesn't have a lot of regard for the actual truck because they're not the ones paying for it. Zero regard to fix for it. it. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it kind of is what it is. And then you, like you said, you know the limits of your truck because you've built it and you have mm-hmm. a deeper appreciation for it because you've built it and have to pay to fix it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I know I every single thing my truck does. I mean, if there's a vibration, I'm gonna, I know mm-hmm. about it. If there's something feels loose, I know about it. Like. If the, awesome. mo- if the motor doesn't start exactly the same way or shut down the same way every mm-hmm. time I realize it, um, there's, I'm very, very aware of everything that's mm-hmm. going on with it. And you have to be if you're trying to make a living at For it because sure. it's, it's very expensive. And, and when you tear shit up, it's, you know, it's not only a lot of work, but it's a lot of money too. Definitely. But uh, no, I mean, and I was on that side of the fence for a little while too. Mm-hmm. I drove, you know, for Monster Jam and got to fly in and... I was like, I was happy as hell. I didn't oh, know. Yeah, I was exactly. like, this is, this is awesome. Like, I don't Roll have out, to work have on to it. it. I'm flying in. I'm getting a rental car. I'm staying in a nice hotel. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to the pit party covered in tranny fluid and gear oil. And right. Just, like, I haven't slept in two days. <laughs> right. Like, it was, it's a way different ball game. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. I can't complain about this a single bit. <laughs> but it has to be a little more rewarding doing how you do it, though. It huh? is. At the end of the it day. It definitely is because, mm-hmm. you know, you get people that come up to you and are like, oh, who who built this thing? Right. Who did this? Well, I did. Like, That's what do you mean so you cool. built it? Yeah. Oh, I built it. Like, all these welds, this, that. Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell you every nut and bolt on mm-hmm. this truck. 
Um, and I'm not the only one. There's a lot of guys right. like that. You know, there's a lot of guys that are like that. It's a little that, fewer you know? and further I'm in bit, between. I'm just though. a little bit more flamboyant about it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, it's a huge accomplishment. You, like you said, if you're not going to brag on yourself, no one will. So That's right. That's exactly. right. I'm, I'm Italian. We're not known for being like mild and meek-mannered people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to brag on yourself about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, just just come and see us. Follow us on social yeah. media. We're trying to get more active on social media, trying to build my YouTube channel up. Awesome. Um, I, I live a pretty crazy lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, between the mountain biking that I do, the monster truck stuff, um, you know, and, and it's... I feel not just entertaining, but I, I want it to be inspirational for oh, people yeah, too. For sure. um, I've always been a big advocate for people to, you know, staying away from drugs mm-hmm. um, and negative influences in their life. Um, nowadays, I feel like with social media, like I'm 39 years old, so I think I'm kind of one of the last generations to know what it was like before social right. media, <laughs> but now also have to utilize it for what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was definitely a lot easier then, you know. Um, but I feel like people are bombarded with information now, especially young kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's, and I can imagine it being very, very difficult to really focus and, and pick a path in Definitely. life. Um, I was fortunate enough to know what I wanted to do from a very early age. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing and nothing else matters. Right. Uh, now I feel like people are, have info coming at them 24-7 from a million different directions. They look at Definitely. people on social media and they try to gauge themselves by it. Uh, so there's a lot of distractions, and I try to get people to hone in on what their goals are and try to influence people to work on that, you know? Definitely. So I'm so glad you could join me here in Texas because I feel like we've known each other for a really long mm-hmm. time now, it feels like. I mean, probably 2018, would you say? I think it's earlier than that because it it was the hostel wheel days, um, which I I still do some stuff with Mm -hmm. hostel. They're on my my street Jeep Gladiator, uh, which you could could go to the dealership that I work with, Mm -hmm. Kuflaner, and buy the bad habit package. Really? Uh, They'll finance you a brand new Jeep, and you can get it with the hostel wheels, tires, rock crawler suspension on it and stuff. That's pretty epic. Um, But no, I started working with hostel when I was racing Mm off-road, which would have been 2014. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a while. And then I think yeah. I was just kinda like, Oh, this is, you know, another one of Hostel's influencers, ambassadors, if you want to say and I'm like, yeah. Oh, monster trucks, love it. Big orange lifted Ford, love it. And then I think we actually met at LST I wanna say it was two thousand eighteen maybe that I had actually met you guys at LST. It was either Finally. it was either or that or might have I I always I thought it was SEMA. Like earlier in SEMA, like SEMA. So, oh, I think you're right. Maybe mm-hmm. when I had the Escalade in the booth, or maybe even yes. before that, possibly. Yeah, the Escalade yeah. was there. And then that that following LST is when I got yeah. to see your stuff in person. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's so wild. And yeah, then, it's, been, it's been almost ten years then. It's 2014. It it's what? 2023 oh now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then I came and seen you guys in Ohio when I was passing through, yep. and seen the coffee shop and everything. So mm-hmm. that was super cool. So yeah. Yeah, it's like been... we're always both going 100 miles an hour, and when yeah. we see each other, like even like when it's at LST, it's like, well, hey, like, oh, how hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. we, I gotta go. And then move <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got, and that's that's even your even more your crowd than yeah. than mine, you know. So you're you're getting pulled in 100 different directions. Everyone when you loves go there. a monster truck everywhere you go, though, right? I sure hope so. <laughs> there, you know, there's times when we question it. You know, we're like, man, the kids even like like 
young adults even like monster trucks anymore. They like better. Sometimes. <laughs> we're like, we're like, do you realize that the whole lifted truck scene spawned from monster trucks? Oh, for sure, exactly. Like, and that's that's one thing too. If you ever get the chance, mm-hmm. actually research the history of monster trucks. Um, there's a book about it. Actually, my friend Marty Garza wrote a book. It's called Monster Trucks Evolution. Oh, and it has nothing cool. to do with the sport or anyone's mm-hmm. accomplishments. It is strictly the evolution of the truck. Really? When it started from Bob Chandler and with Bigfoot back in yeah. the late 70s, uh, all the way through to where it is now, the mm-hmm. different stages of development in the trucks and what they were originally intended for, which was like, my truck's bigger than yours. There was no such thing as a lift kit. Like no performance even with them. It's just kind of like, let's build it tall. Like mine's taller. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and for one, there was no such thing as a lift kit back Mm -hmm. then. So it was like, what do we got to do to make this thing bigger? What do we put bigger? How do we put bigger tires on it? And then the 66 inch Terra tire kind of became the the staple. Mm -hmm. And that's what is by definition a monster truck, a 66 by 43 inch by 25 inch tire. And, you know, through the 80s, you know, the, the, when it became exhibitions, you know, crushing cars and stuff like that. And then so it started, cool. like like any red-blooded Americans, mm-hmm. we got to race things. Yeah, of course. No matter if it's <laughs> wheelbarrows with a motor on them, we're going to race them. Yeah. You know, so they, then racing started becoming a thing. Then different stages of racing, you know, trucks are getting made lighter and faster. And, That's so you cool. You know, then, then freestyle became a thing. So there's been a crazy evolution. But you think back in the early days, there was no social media. You know, magazine coverage wasn't that great on the truck. Mm-hmm. So you didn't couldn't like say, oh, well, Lacey's doing this on her truck. Maybe we ought to do it this way. Or right. she's doing this and we have to make it better. Like They had no idea what they were doing until they got to an event. Mm-hmm. And then they seen each other and they seen each other's trucks. And right. like some of the innovation back in those days was pretty wild because they had no blueprint. Yeah, nothing to go off Nowadays, of. Nowadays, you can make a one phone call and have a complete turnkey monster truck built for you right. with the best of everything if you've right. got the money and not know a single thing about it. Yeah. Um, call me when it's done. Right. You know? <laughs> Back then, it was it was not like that at all. So it's a really, really cool history. Mm-hmm. And like I said, monster trucks are the original lifted truck. That is sorry, so cool. Sorry, you know. I mean, that's where my love for any lifted truck started from, is just Mine a kid too. watching Monster Jam on TV, like seeing the little local monster truck shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then you start seeing them on your normal pickup truck. I'm like, this yeah. is so cool, you know? Well, I think the, you know, like the, well, you know, when we talk about this, that I think there's like some confusion that that it's more geared towards kids, which while some trucks and some shows are geared right. towards little kids, there's no denying if you go to a Monster Jam show or, or any good Monster Truck show these days, you can't be impressed by what these trucks are doing. Oh, for sure. They're 12,000 pounds doing backflips. Right. <laughs> yes. I was thinking and, you know, that. And, and accelerate from zero to 60 in four seconds. Exactly. Weighing 12,000 pounds. Right. I feel so. like now if I go to a Monster Truck show, I'm – from as a kid, you know, you're like, oh, it's, you know, wow, the bright colors, it's mm-hmm. so cool. But then as an adult, when you take a look at them in person, you can appreciate like the fabrication and yeah. like you said, the motor and just how skilled you have to be as a driver. Like you just have a whole new appreciation. There's for a it. lot going on and there's more moving parts on a monster mm-hmm. truck than any other kind of race vehicle. Yeah. Um, there's, there's definitely a lot going on there and there's a lot of responsibility that comes with driving one too. You know, we're okay. performing in tiny little arenas and stuff and not only are people close, but there's you know, walls and barriers and stuff like that that right. are part of the arena that you you can't hit that stuff. You yeah. can't destroy somebody's building. 
Um, there's, there's definitely a lot of responsibility, not to mention you're strapped in so tight that the only thing you can move are your eyeballs. Right. So you have you to really see be aware. in front of you in peripherals and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. That's super cool. Well, I have a lot of respect for it. <laughs> I'm glad you do. <laughs> From <Thank> building you. <laughs> it to driving it. So I'm a fan for sure. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So what's, what's going on with your, with LB Motorsports? I see you really um, branding that a lot. Yeah. And you got so, like a clothing line and stuff. Yeah. So I've always like kind of done the clothing line. I just started giveaways with that. I'm going to get into some drag racing this year and have uh, kind of some secret things coming up that I'll tell the podcast about <laughs> later, but we can talk about off camera. But yeah, um, just kind of... I have something for you too. Oh, okay, perfect. Cool. That, that's secret. All yes. right, cool. We'll exchange <laughs> secrets when the camera's not rolling. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll definitely want to get in some drag racing this year, um, whether it's with like my diesel truck or my LSD 150, kind of put more of a meaning behind the motorsports part. Mm -hmm. You know, you're probably like, wow, what an amateur. She has motorsports in her name. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, you've <laughs> always kidding. been into racing and yeah, stuff. For and sure. I mean, motorsports like is, is a pretty broad spectrum. Right, I mean, for it doesn't sure. have to be racing. Yeah. I mean, it's the building custom vehicles yeah. is considered motorsports. Like, I, I use the term hot rodding as yeah. a general term. Yeah, you know, that's true. Whatever, whatever you like to hot rod, that's your thing. You know, right. whether it's trucks, Jeeps, cars, motorcycles, boats, whatever. Um, and that's one thing I try to the message I try to put out there too is just like whatever you have, make it your own. Right. Like I try not to judge people's For cars sure. or anything like that. And God knows the social media, everybody's <laughs> got to be a critic and everybody knows. Definitely. You know, it's just like, just go do your thing. Start, start where you you're want. at, you know, right. like exactly. Right. People don't get started because they're afraid of like what other people will think, right. you know, and, and when we switch to the Jeep and he knows this, he's going to start laughing. He knows exactly what I'm going to say. We switch to the Jeep from a, cool badass 79 ford body you got a lot of people that love jeeps and i feel like there's people that hate jeeps because oh yeah oh, for sure not a truck. one extreme or the other Why you know? you, i think you should put the 79 body back on there like you know what i'll really take that into consideration the next time i put a body on my right. truck what you think right thanks cool yeah. i don't care yeah like and i tell everybody like i build my stuff for me right not for anybody else yeah like i don't like that's why my truck doesn't look like a puppy dog. Right. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. it's not, I don't, I want it to please me. Right. You know, I want it like uh, my demographic, my followers on social media, for the most part, are people that like what I do. And I'm not going to compromise who I am and what I think is cool for some likes or exactly. something, you know? So I don't know. So for any of the people that don't like the Jeep body, <laughs> I don't care. give a shit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's that simple. I That's don't care. Awesome. So waste your comment right. somewhere else because <laughs> exactly. it's going to fall on deaf ears over they'll, here because we don't really in my care. And it's really, it's a small percentage. Yeah. And I'm sure you know this through social media. There's so many people that feel like that gives them a voice. Like they'll never say that to your face. No, they just they'll want to be never validated come and say it to your face. in the comments. They, you know? they, and they're looking for a rise out of someone because for some reason, that's the only thing they have in life is to try to get a rise out of someone yeah. on social media. So that's the thing. Why give them... Why, yeah. why give them the attention? That's the struggle <laughs> right there. Exactly. How long do you plan on keeping the Jeep body style? We're going to do for it for at least three years. Mm -hmm. um, that's our deal that we have with, with Koo Flightner. We're trying to attract the attention of, mm -hmm. of Jeep. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of really cool ideas that I think would be great for the Jeep brand that I think we can utilize to help draw people into their dealerships. For sure. I uh, just got to get that meeting. Mm -hmm. I got to yeah. get that face-to-face -face meeting with people and, and just to... to tell them my ideas and also hear what what the overall marketing plan looks like for Jeep, mm -hmm. you know? Um, that's one thing I always do with sponsors is I try to learn what they're looking for, 
what problems they're currently facing mm-hmm. with their marketing. And then I start to get the wheels turning of how I can help them achieve their goals and solve their problems through my program. Maybe maybe what I do won't work. Right. Um, but I try to get that, that meeting to know, okay, I think we can help this company. We can, we can put their name out there uh, to this demographic. We can use the truck as a tool. Um, so the, uh, but as far as I'm concerned, the Jeep, the Jeep's here to stay for a while. Like awesome. I said, I've wanted to do it for a long time. It's fun to drive. It's unique mm-hmm. looking. Um, plus my truck is super wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, my truck in particular, a, a big offset on my wheels. I have very wide axle housing. So the little Jeep body just kind of makes the whole truck look like that much more aggressive. It when you're really looking does. At it. So I'm like, I, I really like, I've always liked a small body yeah. on a monster truck. So the Jeep works out really well. Yeah, for sure. Just like the big tires, just completely on the other side yeah, of the body. Exactly. So awesome. <laughs> super cool. Well, I love Sweet. it. I can't wait to see it in person. Hopefully at LST. Yeah. And I'll have to make it out to an event sometime. Absolutely. See it in action. Absolutely. I mean, we, from here, we go to Odessa. We've got uh, two shows this weekend in Odessa, and then obviously Lone Star. Um, then the week after Lone Star, we're right in nearby Cleveland, Texas. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Beaumont, Texas, and then Lafayette, Louisiana, and then we head back up home. And awesome. most of the stuff the rest of the year is kind of more Midwest based so cool and can people find like your whole schedule say like on your instagram or website i'm like or terrible at posting that? my schedule yeah like, i usually do it by quarters like that first, makes sense. first quarter is coming to an end so we'll mm-hmm. start to release our our second quarter or our summer spring mm-hmm. summer schedule uh but yeah we've got shows pretty much every week all the way through the end of september wow we, we go like crazy are you going to see me this year i want to yeah i want to we so missed it last year um but um you know it's usually a guarantee that I'll at least be going. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to have the truck there again, you know, That's especially awesome. with the Jeep body on it and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, when we first built the truck, that was the perfect time to mm-hmm. have it there at SEMA. You know, everything was fresh and new and polished. You know, right. like, you know it was a monster truck, and we we had over 40 hours in aluminum polishing oh, on it. Wow. Um, just everything is powder-coated and mm-hmm. accented differently and stuff. And for the most part, it's still pretty mm-hmm. pretty clean, but it's a monster truck. It gets, right. it, it gets its ass kicked yeah. every week. <laughs> You know, but we still try to keep it looking good. Like we've got all aluminum four link bars on it now. Oh, we're awesome. we're trying out, so it's got some pretty cool stuff. And I think with the Jeep body on it, we can. It's another another thing to show off. For so sure. I'd love to be out there again. And gladiators are huge at SEMA. Just with them yeah. not coming out very long ago, like there's yep. so many gladiators at SEMA. I feel like it would get some attention. For Absolutely, sure. I love mine. We yeah. we bring it on. We have it on the road with us, so we'll throw it in the trailer, and we you know it's our get around vehicle, and that's it's what Gabby gets to drive back home. Yeah. It's her daily. <laughs> And uh, I've I've I, I love it. I've always loved Jeeps. I've just always been kind of like a one vehicle kind of person. So right. I've always needed like a full size truck. Mm-hmm. But now we've got both. We've got a full size truck and we've got the Jeep. So go. it works out perfect. Have a little fun vehicle. <laughs> exactly. They are. They are very fun. Very easy to get around too when you're in cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know we got 35s on it. So it's like just the right size. Yeah, for sure. Easier to get around in than a full size truck. Yeah, I mean like my orange truck with twelve. Oh inch, yeah. 12 Do you still have that lift. truck? No, I no. sold it to a buddy of mine in Las Vegas mm-hmm. who kept it exactly the same. It That's still has awesome. all my stuff on it. Uh, still, and and he's very very particular about his stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's got hot rods and he's got he's always had big lifted trucks and everything, and um, so he's very very particular about. It. His name is Steve Abbott, mm-hmm. and uh, he owns a, a company called ATV Cycle Sports in Las Vegas. So. We'll pull a trailer full of side-by-sides out to the desert for the weekend with it and stuff. That's and he, awesome. He, he keeps it immaculate. That's awesome. That's good to see it being loved and put to good use. Yeah. And plus, anytime I go to Vegas, I could go, yeah. I could go drive it. That's awesome. And it's still like a rolling billboard for you, though. It is. That is it really awesome. is. He kept it the same. 
That's awesome. Yeah, cool. it's just, that was a that was a cool truck. Jordan over yeah, there, Wicked Customs truck. is uh, he's 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 amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm getting ready to do a lift kit for a build I'm managing for SEMA for a, a new GMC. Nice. Him. So nice. a 15-inch kit. Is that what yours was? Mine was 15? 12. 12, Mine was gotcha. 12, yeah, because I was still pulling a trailer yeah. like, a lot with it, and I was like, man, yeah. I ain't bigger than this. I'm not even going to be able to get into it. I'm not right. that tall. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit inconvenient, but yeah. yeah, I love his lift kits. They're really and nice. And that's the thing is, like, no matter what you get from him, it's going to be functional, too. Mm -hmm. Like, not too many people can build a 15-inch lift kit and the truck still be functional Definitely. to go pull a trailer. Like, I pulled a trailer all across the country with mine. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's awesome. You know, that's one thing coming from more of a functional background mm -hmm. of off-road with monster trucks and understanding suspension and chassis dynamics and, you know, four-link angles and stuff and seeing what he does and the, and the amount of R&D and the, the time and that he puts into his stuff mm -hmm. to make sure that it works properly. Um, it's, it's, I don't, I, I mean, I'm not as well versed in the space as you are, but I can't think of anybody else that knows what he knows and puts That's a product awesome. out that works like his does. Um, it's just, he continually impresses me. I got to see him. Uh, he's, it's like you, like we get to see yeah. each other very, it's very seldom, you know, there. and we were down there doing a show and we were at uh, Florida sports park in Naples when we're three miles from his shop. Mm -hmm. And didn't get to see him until after the show when I broke something and I oh. needed to go use a welder. Uh, but I ended up, I went there to do like 60 seconds worth of welding and him yeah. and I talked for three hours. Oh. You know, we got caught up on things and That's what's going awesome. on and what he's doing and stuff. And I, I can remember when he just had like one bay where he's at. Now he owns the entire goddamn building. Really? That's and so he's cool. He's got Haas CNC machines and he's got like eight people welding for him and stuff and awesome. like it just he's grown and grown mm -hmm. and grown now he's doing all the machining work and stuff mm -hmm. uh it's 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 really cool like i love seeing my friends succeed oh, yeah definitely. you know and staying dedicated you know mm -hmm. yeah no that's an amazing company it's probably awesome for you to have friends all over the country that if you need help that's, stop by someone's shop that's and one weld of the, something and all one that. of the things through all this that i'm most proud of mm -hmm. is some of the relationships that I've built over the past 17 years of doing monster truck stuff. And even before that with motocross, mm -hmm. I still have relationships from that. Like Steve Abbott that mm -hmm. bought my truck from me. Um, I've known him since I was 16 years old. He's the guy, first guy that taught me how to work on quads wow. and stuff, you know? Um, Full but, circle uh, moment thing. Yeah, exactly. Buying your truck, it's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, well, I have to see him every time mm -hmm. I go to Vegas, which is pretty often. Yeah. And uh, he's, I call him my crazy uncle, crazy <laughs> uncle Steve. I mean, he's, he's, he's a nut. He's, he's a wild man. And, uh, but no, it's, it's cool to be able to go pretty much anywhere in the country and know somebody or be able to call somebody if you need help. Yeah. Or, you know, when people come through Ohio, they call and say, Hey, you know, hey, come to the shop, man. And we got plenty of room for your rig. And That's you know, awesome. it's just those, just the relationships that I've, that I've built over the years that I probably value the most. Definitely. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about what I do too. Like, it's it's crazy. You can just drive in through a state, and you're like, oh, I know so and so here. We'll stop and see them, yeah. and that's pretty awesome. The worst is when you forget, and they're like, yeah, you should have called you me. We were going here. through, and you're like, right. oh. My bad. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate you for stopping by, and finally yeah. us getting the chance to catch up and. Um, we'll have everyone follow you on social media. So your YouTube, you are—is that kind of where you showcase you building? Yeah, we try to do as much as we can. Uh, we awesome. have a, a vlog called My Monster Life, mm -hmm. uh, which is just uh, you know we're we're trying to learn the YouTube algorithm. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, it's I guess hard. I'm I have so much going on mm -hmm. that I think 
YouTube doesn't know where to push it. Okay, do they send me sense. to fabricators? Do they send me to monster trucks? Do they send me to lifted trucks, Jeeps, mountain right. bike people? Like, and our stuff is like, it, we. he does an awesome job editing stuff. And he's like, what the, like, why isn't this getting any right. traction? What right. happened? You know, it's, and I think it's because YouTube doesn't know where to push it. So that I think sense. we need to start honing in more on mm-hmm. mainly monster truck stuff mm-hmm. and let that, let it kind of start to grow, uh, which is, with in with any respect is probably what most people want to see anyway mm-hmm. that follow me so we're trying to give people the behind the scenes look of what we do and you know some highlights of the shows and that's awesome um, we try to set some cool music to it and stuff like that um, try to make it informative you know as well as entertaining that's awesome but yeah it's my youtube it's just joe sylvester and my instagram and facebook are joe sylvester eight perfect and we'll have all that in the description box for you guys and Perfect. is there anything else you want to sign off with? I don't think so. I don't think so. Just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully uh, get to see you some more down the road. Yeah. And we're going to keep on trucking and doing shows and entertaining people. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I hope to catch you again sometime. Awesome. And thank you guys for watching. And we'll catch you next time.